I want you to think back to maybe when you were a kid or when you were younger and you saw a picture of a beautiful place, maybe a beautiful landmark, and you wanted to go there because of what, because of this picture that you saw. Again, maybe for a while you only saw the place in pictures or on TV and just thought about how beautiful it was and how much you want to go there. And hopefully as you got older, maybe you got to go to that place or go to that landmark and after, even after seeing it in pictures, you were blown away. For me as a kid, it was seeing pictures of the Sistine Chapel in the Vatican, just seeing those beautiful paintings of Michelangelo, thinking, I want to go there and I want to see it. Maybe not right now because of the coronavirus, but, but I wanted to go there and see the Sistine Chapel. And the first time I got to see it, it was, it, it was just incredible. Pictures didn't do it justice. Uh, and, or me as a golf fan, maybe seeing pictures of Pebble Beach or Augusta National, two of the most beautiful places on earth, things that I only see on TV and wanting to go there. And everyone who's been there to those places has always told me that pictures don't do it justice. When you go to the place itself, you notice little nuances that the pictures don't fully communicate, right? Oh, maybe it's more hillier than it looks, or the Sistine Chapel is sort of smaller than, than what you might imagine. It's more intimate. As, as great as those pictures are, they don't always fully communicate the real thing. Conversely, maybe sometimes the, the pictures are a bit of a letdown. Maybe like on an Airbnb where the pictures don't match the room at all. You know, everyone's had an experience like that or a bad hotel where like this, this looks nothing like you advertised it online. For, for me, a kid, as a kid, one of the biggest letdowns was going to see the Mona Lisa for the very first time. You think, oh, this is probably this really big, amazing picture. And if you've ever been to the Louvre in Paris, it's basically like an 8 by 10. It's the biggest letdown in the world. You got thousands of people saying, I want to see the most famous painting in the world, and it's an 8x10 on wood, surrounded by a thousand people. You can hardly get any pictures. It's the biggest letdown in the world. But today, in our gospel, our apostles Peter, James, and John see, if you will, a picture of heaven for the very first time. The very first glimpse that our world has seen into what lies beyond this world through Jesus's transfiguration and his body being transfigured and glorified in front of his apostles on that mountain of Mount Tabor. Think of the wonder, the amazement, and the curiosity that those apostles had about heaven after seeing Jesus's transfiguration. It was a glimpse of what they were working towards. It was the thing that they aspired to attain. It was seeing heavenly glory, the thing that Christ calls all of us. Again, it's the goal of each and every member of the body of Christ. It's the objective of the baptized, to be like Christ, transfigured, reigning with him in heaven, that same glory, that same beauty Christ wants us to have. Too. This can be a reality that is easy to overlook during the season of Lent, that we do all of this work, if you will, we go through this season of penance for the sake of heaven, 
right? This intimacy that we seek with Christ on earth through this season of Lent is all for the sake of heavenly union. So when we are fasting and we sometimes ask ourselves, why the heck am I doing this exactly? Why am I going through the trouble of not eating meat on Fridays? What is the point? Well, this is why. It is for the sake of heaven. It is all done for heaven so that we can be ready to go there, to increase our anticipation, our desire, our appetite, if you will, for heaven. Christ gives us this glimpse of heaven in the midst of this season of Lent. This gospel is always the second Sunday of Lent every year to raise our spirits during a time, time of atonement and in a time of penance to remind us what the point of all of this really is, why we are having Lent in the first place. And Peter picks up on it really, really quickly. He says, Lord, it is good that we are here. Let us make three tents. Let's stay here. I want to go now. Pack the bags. Get the plane ticket. Let's go. But Jesus basically tells him, not yet. Not yet. Because I have to go down from this mountain, Jesus says, and die for you. I have to die for you first. If I do not go down from this mountain, if I do not undergo my passion and death, that picture that you just saw cannot happen. That picture you just saw, you can't see any of it unless I go down from this mountain and die first. The key to you going where you saw in that picture is suffering and death. And again, for us, this means completing the 40 days of Lent. We cannot get to that joy of Easter without first going through this time of purification and penance. We must all, in the words of St. Paul, bear our share of hardships for the sake of the gospel. Christ does this on the cross for us, it is this season of Lent. And we might wish that wasn't the case. We might be like Peter and want the instant gratification, but God's timing and His plan are so much wiser than anything we could ever imagine. God often tells us to wait, to hold off on that instant gratification because it makes the payoff, it makes the time that we see that reality for the first time so much greater and so much more incredible. But we also might be tempted to think, okay, does heaven really live up to the hype? Will it be even better than in pictures? Again, we, there have been times in our lives where we've seen pictures of something and it's a bit of a letdown where the hype didn't match the reality. And unfortunately, there are many people in our world who don't think that heaven is worth it. It's not worth it to go through suffering and penance on this earth for the sake of heaven. I mean, how does the song go? I'd rather laugh with the sinners than cry with the saints, right? But with Christ, we have the assurance that the real thing, heaven, is so much better than the pictures could show us. It won't be a letdown like a bad Airbnb or a painting that doesn't wow you the first time you see it. It will be that majestic vista. It will be that incredible. Even the transfiguration can't do justice to heaven. So today, brothers and sisters, I want you to try to imagine what that transfiguration 
was like. Picture it in your minds. Hold on to it maybe as a token of what God has in store for us beyond this world. And may this mystery of Christ's transfigured body be for us an inspiration as we continue our Lenten observances.